morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to Cottage Tech episode 18. Hey Bruce, can you believe that? I know, I, I really have trouble believing it. I can't remember some of the ones we've done. I'll, I'll tell you, Cliff played back a couple. I said, I don't remember saying that. Okay, I don't Bruce, remember those episodes. Bruce, honest, I know I'm, uh, I know I'm a uh, cunning linguist, but I cannot imitate your voice that much. No, I I know I listened. I know it was me. I just I just can't remember doing some of this stuff. You were there, dude. I, I guess I was. So we're at number 18 and we're into the fall. And fall's a great time of year because there's no mosquitoes, there's no black flies, there's no horse flies, there's no deer flies. You can go out and do whatever you want and not get devoured at the same time. And there are some tasks that have to be done in the fall. Um you know something? Hmm. Every year we do this. Every year it comes back. I'm getting tired of it. Uh, What's firewood, that? man. Oh yeah. Well, the, we have to. We have, need. We need to keep warm in the winter. Yeah. And have you seen the woodshed? Uh, I've seen it now, and I feel much better right now than I did in the morning. I'll tell you. Yeah, I know, man. Like the, these renters, we, we got to tell them no more bonfires. Maybe we should cover the bonfire pit. Well, we have piece. we have two classifications of wood here. We have bonfire wood, and we have heating wood. The heating wood is the hardwood, stuff like maple, uh, oak, stuff that burns. It's very heavy. It burns clean. doesn't build up a lot of creosol in the chimney. And not that you don't have to clean the chimney out still, but it builds it up at a lower rate. The softwoods, like poplar and stuff that's a little rotten, you use in the bonfire pit. The problem, Cliff, isn't the renters. It's it's us because we never provide them with enough of the bonfire wood. So by the end of the summer, they run bring out their of wood. own, man. Like no, they run, luggage, no, they? no, that's part of the deal, though. They run out of the wood that's out front by the bonfire. So where do they go? They go to the woodshed and they start burning the good stuff. Can't so, we just leave them the keys of the chainsaw? You know what? Okay, they'll cut I know off your their legs. Doesn't cover that. You know the Monty Python. Holy Grail, I went to see Monty Python down at the uh, the stage show, Spamalot. You know the scene? Oh, not the Black Knight. Yes. There goes one arm, goes there goes the other, there goes the two legs, pin them to the door. That's what my renters would look like if I let them loose on a chainsaw. There's no way I can do that. Yeah, I've got true. to supply the wood. Yeah, especially the wild thing. Yeah, okay, you got a point. Okay, so we can't leave them the keys of the chainsaw. Um, should we tell them to bring a few shipping pallets? No, the boys next door are going to do that for us, and we're going to get some scrap wood, apparently. Oh, yeah, that's right. Kindling. Okay, so we can't tell people to bring their own shipping pallets. What okay, they so left I guess us we've got to supply bonfire wood. Yeah, what they left us so far is uh, pretty embarrassing, and we'd burn that in a weekend. But anyway, that's a totally different different problem. So we're up against the fall. We're up against the winter. And our defense against that is a good stack of wood, solid hardwood. And so we went on our quest to hunt out some uh, some trees, and of course, standing deadwood, because we don't cut down new stuff. One, doesn't burn because it's green, and two, you're just not allowed to, and three, from an environmental point of view, it really sucks. So, we actually trees trees are pretty cool. It's we it's, we've it's got amazing some, to think you can get all the firewood stacked up end, end on end like that. It'll go on all the way up straight up. Yeah, yeah, stored so neatly in the woods. It's absolutely amazing. Branches out, and the stuff doesn't fall off. We went out, and uh, there are a couple of uh, very tall trees that are dead. We're assuming they're oak, although when we took one down, we're not so sure now. It's certainly not a red oak. So we split up, uh, started off this morning splitting wood that we had stacked from uh, the previous weekend that we were down. Got that cut. 
We've got the woodshed about three quarters full, which almost three quarters full, which isn't bad. We did really well today. We're, we're to be congratulated, Cliff. Uh, Thank you. Thank you very much. I'll yeah. take full credit for that. Yeah. Uh, but who did most of the splitting? Well, you did, but thank you very much. I'll take full credit for that. Yeah, normal. Uh, so two two main jobs got done today. Hey, someone's got to do the split and someone's got to take the credit. Yeah, two main jobs got done today. Actually, three in a sense. Uh, filling the or almost filling the woodshed, that is splitting the wood, clearing the power lines or the trees from the power line, and third, dropping a tree, and I got to tell you, Cliff outdid himself. I don't know how he did this. We'll fill you in in a moment. And uh, getting s- some wood ready for tomorrow or the next time we're up to finish filling the woodshed. So that's kind of the topic today. Once again, it's fall, filling the woodshed. Is it full? Well, I said it's three quarters. We got tomorrow. Well, yeah, but we got to go get more wood. We split everything we already cut. Well, and tomorrow we got to put the boat to bed, take it to the marina. And we have to, oh, geez, you know how much it's going to cost me? We went out for a little evening cruise, at late afternoon cruise. I was so proud. I had a propeller on on the boat. That was your brand new one, too, It was man. a brand new one. It's spotless. I got one sitting on top of the freezer that's kind of chewed up because I hit a rock. No, I sorry, I didn't hit a rock. Somebody hit a rock. Neither of my daughters will fess up to it, but one of them hit something. We went out for a cruise. I swear, we're 200 feet offshore. I'm not going in close to shore. I don't want to hit any rocks. Ka-chunk, ka-chunk. I was so shocked. I didn't even put the boat in neutral. I didn't know what to do. Ka-chunk, ka-chunk. What the heck is that? Ka-chunk, ka-chunk. And I finally slam her into neutral. Three blades on the propeller. One sheared off at half an inch. One sheared off at about an inch. And then it was bent over like a puppy dog ear. I can't believe it. It's going to cost me 125 bucks per propeller. 250 bucks plus keeping the boat in storage for the winter. That's the 500 bucks. I can have a $750 bill in January. I cannot believe this. And I was being careful. It was a very short boat trip. Hey, they should uh, they should take all the water out of the lake so you can see all those uh, logs and everything that are floating underwater. I, I don't know what it was. I can't believe it was a rock because we're basically in open water. Boats go up and down there all the time. Uh, it wasn't a rock, man. If it had been a rock, the uh, the back end of the boat would have bounced up when the uh, when the, the the outboard hit it. That was yeah. a floater. They're, well, they're, they're logs. They're they're too heavy to sink. They're they're not heavy enough to sink all the way to the bottom, but they're too heavy to float on the surface. So they yeah. float like two, three feet underneath the surface. Jeez, I'll tell you, whatever it was. And this lake's des- full of them. It destroyed my friggin' propeller. So we got to get a new prop. So Bruce, that prop did a pretty damn good look, good job on that flo- on that sunken log. Do you think maybe like we could uh, yank the inboard outboard off the back of the boat and uh, use it to take care of that tree? No. No. Absolutely no. No. Do we have a better tool for that? Well, let me tell you about the tree. We've got this big, which we thought was oak. It might have been a white oak. We're not sure yet. Wood wasn't wasn't as heavy as red oak. It certainly wasn't colored red. It's right beside the old shack, the original cabin on the property. And the I, had, shack. I had no idea how we would ever drop this thing without destroying something. Well, Cliff did an amazing job. Cliff just dropped his headset, too. You might have heard that. I'm there for you, dude. Cliff did an amazing job. He cut into it. He lined her up. He knew where he wanted to drop it. I wasn't so sure because it was a very narrow slot between these two trees, but I would have picked the other area, which would have killed the swing set, but we would have moved that first, obviously. 
You know how long it's been since I used that swing set, Bruce? He, he notched this thing, and the the tree, I mean, it's a good-sized tree. At the base, it's what, foot and a half, two feet in diameter? Um, like I say, man, that's why I bought a 20-inch chainsaw. It was 18 and a half, 19 inches. That, uh, the, the, the chain bar on my chainsaw barely made it all the way through that stump. So he took a good notch, cut it from behind. He's only six inches, well, now probably more like a foot from the old cottage. Drops that sucker right down the slot. Oh, jeez. Uh, didn't quite drop, Bruce. No, I, it, it stopped. It, it started. It, it was, was moving. It was going the right direction. It was just going right down that slot, and it just stopped in midair. I think it needed to contemplate its destiny. By the way, if you're me swallowing, I'm, I'm getting ready for Oktoberfest next weekend Man, in you Kitchener, Waterloo. Are you having a dab? And I am having a dab. We talked about that in the last, uh, uh, well, one of the previous broadcasts. A little dab will do you. Dortmunder beer, absolutely incredible. And I'm drinking it out of a frosted earthenware Livenbroi München Oktoberfest mug. Fantastic. Hey. We can't drink yet, man. We got a tree hung up in the crown of all yeah, the other well, trees. Yeah, we, well, we we did get it. We got it down. I'm laughing. I didn't do anything. Uh, I guess you did, man. You cheered me on. So this this tree fell, and it didn't fall very far. It got hung up in the branch of another tree, and I, for the weight of it and the size, I cannot believe it did not break through this. You'd think it would have just crashed through, but it didn't. And we we pondered, we looked, we thought, we drank a beer. We pondered, we looked, we thought, we drank some more beer. We, I could not figure out, how are we going to get this thing down? But Cliff just took an axe, because it was still on the base. He cut a wedge out, cut it from behind so it dropped, and it stuck still on the on the stump of the, the tree like it has it separated. He kept hammering a, an axe in and rotating it slightly, hammering an axe in, rotating it slightly from the part, the tree itself, the trunk, and the the base of the tree, the stump that was still obviously in the ground. He managed to rotate it off the stump, and that puppy just crashed down and broke on the rock, and we've cut it up. Uh, some really good firewood in there. I, I was just amazed. He didn't take down any other trees. And he, he had a basically about a 10-foot wide path to drop this thing in. And uh, even with it getting hung up, he still dropped in that 10 feet. So... Amazing job, Cliff. Congratulations. Well done. Thank you, sir. As always, put it where I said it would. Yeah, I did not think that... Well, I thought it was coming down until it got hung up, and I didn't didn't know what we were going to do with it. I was really disappointed when it stopped. By the way, Cliff also trimmed it a little bit before he brought it down. And to do that, he had a ladder up in the tree. I think we might have talked about this before. You never use a chainsaw on the ladder unless your name is Cliff. Well, yeah, that's, that comes with it. Hey, you know, I've, hey, I tied the ladder to the tree. Well, okay, for the one cut, I tied the ladder to the tree. I tied the ladder to the tree so the ladder wouldn't fall down. Of course, maybe I should have tied myself to the tree. Could have helped. By uh, the way, you hear me slurping. I'm still having this wonderful beer. Yummy dab. And if I sound funny, it's because I've got a cold, so my nose is kind of plugged. Anyway, so we got that tree down. We we split a whole. I split a just a pile of wood. Cliff split some more. Uh, we've got this tree down, waiting to do some splitting either tomorrow or the next time we're down. So we're looking pretty good for wood for the winter. Karen got out and cut 
with this kind of quasi grass all through the front of the uh, cottage, and it's looking great. So we're in really good shape for the fall. Hey, Shia, like I was surprised, man. We were out there like working on that tree, and all of a sudden I was going like, Hark, could that be the cottage mower? Absolutely, and we've talked about it before. This thing just never stops. Now, I know we're all about tech at the cottage, but I'm sure I didn't do radio control on the cottage mower. Hey, even Karen got it going. I shouldn't say that that way. I didn't mean that insultingly to Karen. I'm just saying that this thing, one yank, and this thing gets going. It's, it's unbelievable. Hey, not that she can't not that she can't breathe life into a gasoline-powered engine, but, uh, you know, a testament to the old cottage mower. We've talked about it before. That beat-up old clunker. Oh, and by the way, she was saying, you know, after she cut the grass, she was saying, you know, that was actually a lot of fun except for one problem. I kept having the duck, kept having the duck rocks. You know, I still say maybe I shouldn't have cleaned the grass out of the uh, cleaned the grass out of that thing because it's not plugging the holes in the chassis anymore. Yeah. Well, the other job we mentioned at the beginning that we did was uh, clean out the trees around the power line, and the trees keep growing up. I like a forest, so I keep things pretty. Let the trees grow pretty well natural. But the power lines, both coming from the pole to the cottage and from the cottage to the uh, to the shack, the bunkie. Uh, they get a little crowded every couple of years. You got to trim back the the, uh, the branches. And uh, one of the tools of the day from previous episode was the the pole limb cutter. We had that out again, and we got that going. And we cleaned out uh, all along the power lines. So that's another job, great job done. Now there's another tool that came into play today, and we didn't get to use it. And I was so jealous. The neighbor. Well, two doors down, we heard this deep-throated gasoline engine going. Now, that that by itself just gets me excited. Oh, we got to get one of those, Bruce. Did like, you see I don't know what he's doing, but, boy, that sounds great. And then realized, said to Cliff, I bet that's a log splitter. And Cliff oh. looked at me and said, oh, I think you're right. Gasoline engine. So hydraulic I, cylinder. So I wandered through the woods to the neighbor. <clears throat> I was standing there for about probably five, ten minutes. He didn't even see me. I was only about ten feet from him. But he's got his headset on to block, you know, for the ears, the protection. And he's just moving log after log into this thing. And this, he got it on sale. He went in with one of his uh, neighbors. Well, not neighbors, friends other side of the lake. Got it on sale for 1200 bucks. It's a vertical design. The blade comes down, controlled by a hydraulic engine. He was dealing with, with uh, he, they took down a couple big trees on his lot that uh, were in, in risk of falling on the cottage. And these were big, at least two feet in diameter. And this sucker just comes down, chug, 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 chug. And you almost hear it bracing itself, forcing it, pop. This, you know, one and a half high two foot diameter piece block of wood just pops apart just beautiful so anyway as I was standing there drooling and complimenting him and uh, I said to him I said you know Cliff and I heard this engine go and we said oh boy sounds like a log splitter I just had to come over and meet my my next best friend <laughs> especially at firewood season so dude. he did offer to uh, lend it to us if we need it so we do have the opportunity to use that in the future and, and the tree that cliff took down we may actually need to take advantage of that but oh, we'll that's see. a big stump 20 inches diameter yeah i, I, I think that's going to work pretty good having a log splitter yeah. so anyway 
that's kind of the day. Not a whole lot else happened other than going out and toasting my propeller again. Oh, um, hey, it was actually a little bit on the warm side up here for this time of year, so we had to, like, cool off. Oh, cool Nudge, off? nudge. As in, have a beer? Um, did we have a beer? Oh, yeah, I, we did, didn't we? We had I, a beer. We looked few. at the tree. We had another beer. We figured about where it was going to go. Then we had another beer. We thought about which chainsaw to use. And then, of course, we heard the cottage mower, so we had to have a beer. And after that, it was happy hour, so I had some rum. Oh, it's time for beer. And Karen had some wine. It was time and for beer. Cliff, what did you have? Um, I, I, you know, as much as, you know, rum is nice and wine is very she-she, I decided I had to be cool. Ah, a cool beer. A cool there's a, little, there's a little brewery. I've got to go visit it because I drive by it every day on the way to work. The Cool Beer Brewery. It's called Cool Beer Brewing Company. So I picked up the Cool Beer at the beer store, but I've got to go back and try their other two brands. One is called Buzz, and I can't remember what the other one's called. So on one of these days home, I have to remember stopping at the brewery itself to pick up the other brands. So Cliff, I brought this down the other week. We never got to it. Uh, what's your assessment of the beer of the day? Well, first off, you know why we didn't get to it. Why? We were emptying the beer fridge. It kind of got lost in the crowd. Yeah. But you did have one at happy hour, and, and what's your... Uh, what's your? Yeah, it was pretty darn good, man. It's uh, yum yum flavor flavor. Yeah. Actually, uh, you know, I'm thinking we should uh, we should get the other one, one of the other ones they make, Buzz. Yeah. We should, like, kind of like a shanty, but, you know, like half and half, but instead of, like, beer and ginger ale. We'll do half cool, half buzz. Well, I think we should try the buzz first to see what it tastes like. No, we'll mix it too. We'll get a really cool buzz on. Well, maybe after. No, we'll get a really cool buzz on. It'll be cool. It will be a cool buzz. We'll be buzzed. <laughs> okay. I see where you're going, and we'll just have to try it. But awesome, seri- dude. seriously, though, this is another buck of beer. And it's a buck of beer. It's not bad. It's got nice flavor to it. It's it's not your watery beer. It's got some fullness. It's got some depth. And for a dollar beer, I'll tell you, why pay two bucks a beer when you can get as good beer for a dollar beer? Cool. And this isn't like that other place in Hamilton that makes buck of beer stuff, where you know, like as we say, when you make beer this bad, you got to give it away. Absolutely. No, this and this also in Toronto actually. It uh, it's. I, it's pretty good. So I want to go try the other two brands. We'll be back sampling those later. So a new new label for you, if you will. New beer, cool beer in Toronto, the Cool Brewery Company. And uh, it's certainly worth a buck of beer, I'll tell you. You can drink twice as many at that price. Works for me, buddy. Okay. So that's kind of it. Not an ex- overly exciting day. But we got a lot done. We got some wood. I'm feeling good about coming into the fall and into the winter with what we've got done so far. We need another weekend to fill up, finish filling up that woodshed. We got one of the big trees down, which will finish splitting. And I was really concerned that that thing was going to fall on the old shack, take it out completely. Great job done. We got the lawn cut, thanks to Karen. Uh, we toasted a propeller, thanks to a log floating under the water. Gonna cost me another hundred and twenty-five dollars. Oh, hey, that reminds me. Oh, and we had a fire out front and burned off the old shutters. Yeah. Oh my God. We'll talk about that in you know 
after in a little bit. But uh, Okay, I know I complained about being in a Sherpa that always had to haul the shutters out from behind the old bunkie and put them in and everything. You know something? This year I didn't mind. No? I found I found the shutters were a lot easier to haul out from behind the old bunkie after I ran the chainsaw down the middle of them. It's a good thing we don't need them because I need a heck of a bottle of glue. Well, we'll leave that for another day. Hey, just throw them in the bonfire, man. Hey, tool of the day. Hey, that's a good question. What are we going to do for the tool of the day today? Well, you know, you couldn't move forward in a boat if you didn't have one of these. A propeller. Hey, definitely. Yeah, I know, but that's, well, that, you know, I mean, hey, you were driving the boat when the propeller got toasted, so that's steering us more toward the... Uh, yeah, uh, so the, then what do you do? Defender, when, when, you, when you end up with Oh, the, hey, we, yeah, we had, to cha- we had to change the propeller, so... When you course, have a propeller that gets totally we, toasted... We, we, needed, we, we, needed that, uh, we needed that fancy... I gotta love it, because it's, it's plastic, and it's bright yellow. It's gotta be, like, the coolest tool. The floating propeller wrench. Definitely a good thing to have in the boat. Who's ever seen a wrench that floats? And who's ever seen a wrench that's made out of plastic? A yellow plastic floating propeller wrench. Who'd have thunk it? You just take off that nut, pry off the lock washer, slip one propeller off, slip the other one on, tighten it back up, you're there. That is, it's amazing. It's a, just a great handy little thing to have in your boat. Everyone should have one. That's the tool of the day. And okay. oh, by the way, Bruce, talking about toasting propellers and having to use the floating propeller wrench out yes. in the middle of the lake. Um, you know, I know we probably don't really need to do a turkey of the day every episode, but, you know, I think maybe this episode we can squeak one out. Who do you think is going to be the turkey of the day? Well, I'll tell you, this is nothing we've talked about so far, but I mentioned in a previous episode that I'm now president of the Road Association and that I do very little. But other people do for me and for all the people on the road. We have a, ru- a culvert that rusted out. We did a patchwork job last fall, just uh, had some guys dig it up and replace the one end that had collapsed. And just to get us through the year until we could replace the whole culvert, we have to dig the road up to do that. However, with all the environmental focus these days, you have to get permission. So you have to apply uh, and to the MNR which is the Ministry of Natural Resources. This should be a no-brainer, and in the past it has been a no-brainer because there's an existing road that's been there for, I don't know, 30, 40 years. Uh, The culvert has been there for 30, 40 years. It's rusted. It has to be replaced. It's not like you want to do open pit mining for goose poop or something. Oh, exactly. I I mean, this is just whatever. So... We had to fill out all the forms. We had to submit them. They've got into the ministry. The municipality's cool on it. We can't get this thing through the Ministry of Natural Resources. We'd like to get this thing done so this winter we can get the roads graded and graveled, gra- graveled, graveled at the same graveled? time. Graveled? Yeah. Is that and when these you lay guys, the gravel really <coughs> level? Yeah. Now, I understand. Like, the people in the ministry have lots to do. They have important things to do. And a culvert on some little road out in the middle of nowhere is not a high priority. No, no, but no. But at the same time, these are the guys who are forcing us to come ask them for permission to do this stuff. So please, you guys, get off your butt, get this out of your in-basket, and just say, yeah, I'm okay with it, go ahead. You guys, we've been waiting weeks and weeks and weeks for this thing. 
It's not coming out of the ministry, and we can't get our job done. Eventually, this thing's going to collapse, and nobody can get up and down this road if that happens. You guys have got to be the turkeys Turkey of, of the, the day. day. The MNR. Gobble, gobble. So, dude, that's it. We got a tool of the day. We got a turkey of the day. Yeah, we got lots of fun. We knocked down a tree. Well, okay, we cut a tree down. Uh, my darling wife, Karen, mowed the, mowed the grass with the old cottage mower. Uh, looks like we might have enough wood to fill the woodshed. Um, hey, I think we're pretty much done. What do you I, think? I'm done. Time for beer? Well, I'm already having one. Uh, I think we should have another beer. Let's go get another beer, dude. There's one dab left. Good night, buddy. Take care. to Cottage Tech, episode 18. Uh, hey, first I want to thank Jeremiah Fleming of Podsafe Audio for uh, the intro and the outro music. You can find more of him at podsafeaudio.com. You can find a link to him on our website, cottagetech.com. Uh, full Mark's got to go to the Cool Beer Brewing Company. Cool Beer, brewed by Cool Beer Brewing. Hey, you can find them on the web at www.coolbeer.com. Uh, gotta try their hemp beer. I wonder if it's really brewed with hemp. Hey, that should be fun. Well, anyway, I finally got around to dropping that big dead tree behind the old bunkie. I, I don't recommend using a chainsaw while on a ladder tied to a tree. And I'm not a trained professional, but I do have a lot of experience cutting down trees. And hey, what the heck, we're at the cottage where, after all, if a tree falls on the bunkie, everyone will hear Bruce's insurance agent scream. Uh, what else did we get done today? Oh yeah, now that we got that tree down, we're going to have to cut it all up and we're going to have to see if we can get that neighbor to loan us his shiny new log splitter. Hey, that could be even more dangerous than the cottage mower. Hmm. Hey, we also toasted another propeller uh, on the uh, the final voyage of the season. That makes, oh gee, I think three or four propellers this season. It's been an expensive one, but hey, what the heck. And hey, uh, because of that, the tool of the day, of course, is a floating propeller wrench. Yeah, you heard me right. Uh, one of these days I'll get a picture of it up on the website uh, so you can see what a floating wrench actually looks like. As for tool of the day, of course, the MNR for... Uh, for, uh, for for blowing things out but keeping the paperwork in the in the in bin instead of the out bin uh, we're gonna have to work on that maybe we should go down to talk to environmental Annie she knows people up at the MNR and they seem to like her so we'll have to go have a quick chitty chat with her and see what she can see if she can do anything anyway that's it for now I think we got everything done we got the firewood in we'll be warm and cozy this winter we got lots of beer in the fr- beer fridge so uh, hey it should be good times this winter Anyway, thanks for listening, thanks for downloading, thanks for watching. Hope you get to your cottage.